Back in April, the Middle East's largest hospital was not a traditional medical facility, but Dubai's World Trade Center, which was, in more typical times, an international hub for expos and major events. Abu Dhabi's National Exhibition Center, ADNEC, also became a field hospital as the UAE, along with the rest of the world, faced down the COVID-19 pandemic. As cases fell, those field hospitals said goodbye to their last patients and closed. ADNEC became the site of a phase three COVID-19 vaccine trial, and the World Trade Center is today taking steps to return as a hive of economic activity for the UAE. But what does that look like? And has the events and exhibitions industry been forever changed? You are listening to the Business Extra podcast coming from the National in Abu Dhabi. I'm Kelsey Warner, future editor. Joining me on the line, Sudhir Sayal, Chief Executive of Book My Show Middle East. Sudhir, welcome. Thanks for being here. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. And Naji Al Haddad, Regional Director of the Global Association of the Exhibition Industry for the Middle East and Africa. Naji, thank you for being here. Sure. Thank you for inviting me. Pleasure. Naji, to kind of kick us off, the exhibition industry, we'll be talking about both the exhibition industry and the events industry today, but if you could frame up for us, how important are these expos and exhibitions that the UAE has sort of become known for regionally um, to, to the economy? What, what have we lost this year? Well, basically, the exhibition industry uh, supports an entire ecosystem, a large ecosystem of, you know, suppliers and partners to the industry from airlines to hotels to restaurants, transportation and suppliers to the industry. So uh, to give you just a a global perspective on the importance or the global economic impact of uh, exhibitions, In 2019, UFI, the Global Association of the Exhibition Industry, together with uh, uh, Oxford Economics, have undergone uh, research to identify this impact. And the total impact in GDP of exhibitions only, I'm talking exhibitions mainly, business exhibitions, was estimated at $200 billion with 3.2 million total jobs indirectly and directly supported by the exhibition industry. So if we narrow down these numbers to our region, to the Middle East, we have 31,000 total jobs supported by the exhibition industry in 2019 alone, and total impact on GDP of $1.4 billion. So you can see that that the exhibition industry plays a key role, a vital role, in any economic recovery, and it's an it's an engine for businesses, for thriving economies in any in any country. What we have witnessed uh, this year was unprecedented, of course, due to the uh, COVID-19 outbreak and the great lockdown. And we have seen so far that 75% of all those revenues were uh, lost. But with the reopening of some countries like and the cities like Dubai, for example, we are starting to see uh, movement coming back. And we hope the next uh, months will be much more uh, positive and the industry will, uh, will kick off again with some changes, of course. But we will be back to play. So, Sudhir, in addition to exhibitions, I mean, in-person events like concerts, sporting events, comedy shows, like you name it, that is also kind of part and parcel of attracting tourists, tra- travelers to to the UAE. Book My Show is more than 20 years old. It's a company from India valued at more than a billion dollars, and it does online ticket sales and marketing. 
prior to the pandemic, it was a relatively newcomer to the UAE, but you'd lock down the Coca-Cola arena in Dubai as an exclusive ticket sales center. So what did you see in terms of the impact on your business in in the start of this year? What what has what has this done to Book My Show? What are you seeing? Just to um, paraphrase what you said. So Book My Show is a out-of-home entertainment company. So we're in the business of ticketing, live events, uh, attractions, music concerts, and, uh, you know, everything that you do when you step out of home. So we've, we've had to completely change and metamorphosize ourselves from being an out-of-home entertainment company to being becoming more of an in-home entertainment company. Uh, and yes, you're right. We had a, a good run at the Coca-Cola Arena as the preferred ticketing partner there, promoting over six shows and, and ticketing uh, almost all the 20 that happened uh, at the arena. I feel the exhibitions industry has seen, it's been in parallel, live events and exhibitions, what's been happening. Immediately after the pandemic broke out in March, we had a spate of cancellations, which included uh, the Le Raja show, which was happening in Sharjah, and numerous other shows, holy shows and so on happening here in, in Dubai. And there were obviously a few cancellations in Abu Dhabi as well. And um, what we noticed was um, there was this period in March where uh, all the talk was about cancellations. But soon after that, in April, May, June, we, we pivoted to becoming a, um, a platform for virtual concerts and we launched... Um, something called Live from HQ, where we brought some of the biggest acts, not only from India, but across the world uh, and um, from the UAE as well, to put on virtual concerts uh, across music, across comedy. Post that, we then experimented to say, hey, do people want to buy tickets for um, for uh, virtual events and for virtual concerts and for virtual comedy? So we did the first virtual comedy season uh, called Ha Ha Habibi, uh, which had a state of comedians across uh, both local and um, comedians from India and from different parts of the world. And actually, it did quite well where people were happy to engage and interact. So that was um, that was Q1. Obviously, business reduced significantly as it did across the industry. Um, post that, what we've seen in um, Q2, which is um, July, August, September, we've actually seen the few events that have happened. We've seen people come back. And that has been for really three reasons. Uh, reason number one, is that there is a lot of pent-up demand in people. And we've come to realize that, hey, entertainment is a necessity and going out is a necessity as is anything else. So we had, there was a show at the World Trade Center uh, by British comedian Jimmy Carr, and it sold out three shows, right? We've had um, maybe 15 shows at the theater venue, The Junction, and they've had 80% of the tickets have been sold out. And these numbers wouldn't have happened pre-pandemic. So it's, I think it's also because people are in Dubai and there's this crazy pent-up demand that people want to go out. Dubai Opera also, has also had multiple shows. I was at the attraction Green Planet um, just over the weekend and I saw it was almost packed. So I think that's one thing has come out, the pent-up demand. Second is that the measures being taken by venues in terms of precautions when it comes to sanitization, when it comes to managing social distancing, wearing a mask, um, also, innovative features like um, touchless ticketing and so on, which I'll come to, all of these have been implemented by Dubai extremely well, extremely, extremely well. And Dubai Tourism and um, the entire UAE has actually led this very well. I understand Abu Dhabi is also working on various initiatives. There have been, there have been some amazing events held across Dubai and Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi obviously um, had the closed-door um, UFC event as well, which was also a great success. So I think the response has to be complemented. And finally, what we're realizing is that technology is definitely going to play a much more important role. 
it's really how the real and the virtual world can come together. And, uh, you know, in our business as well, people have voted against only virtual. I think that's a clear vote which, which has come through both in exhibitions and live events that people are quite sick of just um, virtual events. So I do want to talk about the role of technology in design and crowd management and how all three of these things are playing a role in a return to in-person events. Naji, are you seeing from the exhibition industry that this is a good point to do some maybe soul searching on how exhibitions get done and to implement some, some tech? Uh, yes, of course. And um, I have to say that uh, technology was always part of the exhibition industry. Maybe it was not deployed to the to, to its best uh, possibilities. And this is something maybe, you know, uh, organizers had to do more. However, if we look at the core of exhibitions, of uh, business exhibitions, they are mainly about networking and doing businesses, right? So uh, because exhibitions happen once every year, the biggest mistake that, you know, you to, to, to happen, if I may say, to put it in this uh, context, is that, you know, the stakeholders of any exhibition used to be disconnected somehow for, for some long 10 months, and usually two months before the exhibitions, you know, uh, uh, before any exhibition, the organizers used to start talking about, uh, about uh, their plans and the exhibition, etc. In the other 10, 10 months, you know, it's more of, you know, selling the space and selling sponsorship. So if we look at the core of exhibitions, it's about networking. And here technology can be extremely helpful, if, if not mandatory, to amplify the networking possibilities between buyers and sellers before they come together in person to an exhibition. This is why things like uh, AI, artificial intelligence uh, driven engines, can be you know very useful and they are available in the market. They were available even before uh, uh, COVID outbreak to facilitate pre-scheduling meetings between buyers and sellers. The buyers are the uh, visitors of the exhibition and the sellers are the exhibitors of the uh, exhibition. So if we use the algorithm of all these of this technology to connect exhibitors and visitors together, we will be doing a great favor to the, to the, uh, uh, to the stakeholders without giving them a reason not to attend because even if you connect them online, they would still want to finalize, you know, their, their final plans and deals and sign any agreement uh, on site. So that is the most important part of the technology that can help improve the exhibitions in the future, whether we go fully live, whether we go fully online or we go hybrid model. Sudhir, can you talk to us a little bit about, I mean, the lowly QR code is getting its moment in the sun for sure in 2020. What else is going on in terms of mobile tech and events these days? And do you see these things lasting beyond the pandemic? So I think you 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 said it right. The QR code is uh, having its moment in the sun for sure. People have adopted to it very well. And it's not only in live events, but it's also being used in restaurants and uh, being used for virtual menus and so on, as you've been seeing. The second thing is that across live events, uh, to some extent, and, and exhibitions, there's this whole talk about um, hybrid events and about um, how live and virtual uh, can come together, right? So um, is, there a, is there an opportunity for a live event and then in parallel to have a virtual screening at the same time? So this, these are, this is something that's being looked at in live events and also being looked at by exhibitions. 
The third thing is within the live event space, there's been a lot of work going on that's been going on in the space of of holograms and uh, 3D visualizations or what's being called volumetric video, which is can you create the image or a virtual or a visualization of an artist to appear inside your house or inside your living room? And they are um, technologies like the Omnivore technology. It is a technology which Microsoft has been working on. So numerous technologies which is being looked at for short form in-home engagement. Now, obviously, it's hard to replicate the entire live event experience with the lack of social distancing, as it were. Right. So it's hard. It, it's it's one can't replicate that. But if one can replicate um, the same wow you get in a live concert, at least from viewing the artist or engaging with the artist. That's something that um, uh, technology companies, I can't talk about it more, but even us, um, and hopefully you'll be hearing more about this extremely soon. So for instance, we also have numerous virtual shows on Zoom, which also have an element of interactivity. So we have something coming up with a magician, with a uh, with Wayne Hoffman, the, the mentalist coming up and so on. So you're finding more and more of these things happening. Najee, when you think about the recovery and... Right now, exhibitions are, we're starting to see them take place again, but with social distancing implemented and different checkpoints for, you know, health security. But what is the shape of the recovery of the exhibition industry going to look like? What are you predicting? Uh, well, basically, it's uh, you said. What are you predicting? Maybe it's uh, it's a bit of prediction because we haven't, you know, uh, again experienced something like uh, like this. But let me talk more of uh, facts. We uh, we have uh, done a research with uh, in, in in partnership with Explory, the global uh, research company, about you know the future of exhibitions, asking our stakeholders who are the visitors and uh, exhibitors uh, again. We got nine thousand responses from 30 countries, 9,000. This is a very representative uh, uh, sample in my opinion. And 77% of exhibitors, these are again exhibitors, companies who go to exhibitions to sell their products. And 83% of visitors, those are buyers who go to the exhibitions to buy or source products. These these exhibitors and visitors stated that face-to-face events were much better than online in this respect. That was according, you know, to the last to the past week because the research was uh, concluded last uh, last week. So these people have seen uh, uh, online events, have participated in online uh, events, and based on their experience with virtual uh, exhibitions or virtual uh, uh, conferences, let me say, they have stated that face-to-face were much better than uh, online in this respect. However, this does not mean that they are against virtual uh, events and they will not opt into any virtual experience whatsoever. So here it's about priority and preferences, and it's about also budget. In my opinion, online and hybrid uh, have a complementary uh, role to play alongside uh, live events and live exhibitions. So this is not only a reassurance about the safety uh, uh, in the short term, but about the connectivity with the community and, uh, you know, um, um, playing that important role in bringing new audiences to established events. So the organizers will include uh, um, hybrid options will include virtual within live uh, events to serve their stakeholders because at the end of the day it's the 
exhibitor and visitor journey that we need to, to curate. Uh, it is their needs that we need to attend to. And it is more important than ever to be close to the customers. So hybrid seems to be the title of the next uh, phase, knowing again that online streamlining was available before COVID, online matchmaking was available before COVID, but now it has been, it, the role has been amplified and it has been more adopted by uh, organizers. Face-to-face -face will remain there according to the sample of 9,000 professional people. Uh, however, virtual experience and virtual content mainly will still be uh, demanded when travel is not possible or when the budget is tight for, for uh, traveling to attend any exhibition. And here I have to add one, one, one more thing is that organizers, event organizers or exhibition organizers will have a key role to transform their exhibitions to make them must-attend exhibitions versus good-to-attend exhibitions. In the past, good-to-attend exhibitions were always also busy, also successful. In the future, only must-attend events who provide high standards of safety measures, uh, great networking opportunities, and entertainment element, these events will uh, survive and thrive and, uh, and grow. So a leaner, meaner, better exhibition industry to look forward to. Yep, exactly. Sudhir Sayal and Naji Al-Haddad, I look forward to meeting you someday soon in person at an event. Thank you for being with me. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's it for today. If you've enjoyed this show, please do subscribe. And thanks to our production team, Arthur Edison and Aisha Khan. And thank you for listening.